You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. On Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Scumbags! Rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. Level, level three. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Morenci, the best of players, the hustlers. The people of Boston and everybody else in between. Man, this show's got an old school feel to it tonight. It's good. So we're coming in on the 20th anniversary, actually. So we got we got to keep it. Uh, yeah, it's good to get to go back to our roots a little bit. It's like we're part of the wrestling wars here. Uh, the Dodgers in San Diego just keep playing. These guys just keep going and going and going and going uh, and going. I'm on the Dodgers. Oh, we had a good night tonight. There's one of these nights where I'm looking at my account. I'm like, how come there's not more money in my account? But I'm like, oh, yeah. So this is what I did tonight. I took the in-game under four and a half in the MLS All-Star game, and I parlayed uh, that with the Oregon Ducks to win the Pac-12 North. And I have another parlay here. I played under four and a half with the Oregon Ducks to win the Pac-12 North and the Wisconsin Badgers to win the Big Ten West. And I sort of teased it earlier in the day, but I'm telling you what, guys. We're going to talk college football in a couple of minutes. Uh, Jerry Palm is going to step up at CBS, one of my favorite guests. Uh, and I'm willing to bet you a million dollars Jerry Palm does not mention ESPN during the interview because he's on CBS. Just saying. Right? You know what's funny, though? And we love a battle, but it is true. I've done it where I piss guests off. <laughs> I did it like it happens where... We had a guest on, I forget. I said, oh, yeah, I just read an article about this guy reading. And then I realized after that they don't like each other, like the networks or whatever. Like, It's very sensitive. that People don't realize it. You think it's like, oh, Morenci's being a big-ass bitch or whatever. But, like, and yeah, I was in a sense. But yes and no. It's like this is the real business world, right? They put it this way. Like, you know, if you go on an MGM show, they're going to be mad if you start talking about FanDuel. <laughs> like, it's like... The fact that Babano didn't understand that, though, that's what, like, blew, like, that was the part that got me. Said Babano was getting mad because I yelled at him, and I realized that, yeah, like, because I didn't like his reaction, so. But I was like, you know what? I'm the one who started. He started it, but I went from zero to 60 on it. So I'm, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to go nuclear and really start losing it. It only happened a few times. We had a guest on all the time before. We should try to get him on for the anniversary, actually. 
he was a regular on our show, and we had a blowout, man, like on the air one night. And it escalated fast. Like, and it went from like zero to 60, like fast, fast. And uh, he hung up. I've been hung up on by guests. Gene Simmons, a kiss hung up on me. Gene Simmons, Howard Bloom, sports business journal or daily, whatever the hell it was. He hung up on me once. He was very pissed off. We tried to get him back on, but he, he refused to come on after. He refused to come back. There's others too, but I don't want to give them publicity. <laughs> I like Howard Bloom. I got no beef. The late night anger management class. This is Sports Rage. I am Renzi. We're throwing it down right now, but Bandle's in his kitchen having a bowl of soup going, that nah, guy, I hate that guy. I don't even sell any picks when I go on that show. What am I getting out of this? I like when Babano dropped. I could use the sleep anyways on Wednesday nights. Sleep, man. Like, man, how much sleep does this guy need? So it turns out he sleeps nine hours a night. But, you know, I don't sleep nine hours a day. But um, the fact is, the fact is, I saw studies prove that sleeping, sleeping more does help. Right? So it, uh, studies prove that sleeping, uh, sleeping does help. All right, but um, how are you going to sleep if you got money on the Dodgers in San Diego? Man, like how long did these guys are like every, you know what, every day in baseball, like we set records, it seems. You know, this hasn't happened since this, but the Dodgers have played some long ass games before yet. It's hard to go into like late extra innings. Like when you get a runner for free on second base, man, it's actually pathetic. Like, it's almost, like, amazing to me. Like, how the hell can you not score when you have a runner on second base? It's like a football overtime if you gave the teams the ball on, like, the 10-yard line and no one can score. Is the defense and pitching that good, or are you all just a bunch of chokers? Come on, man. But, hey, it's all good. We're here. We're here. Jerry Palm's going to be here, too. You know who else was not here, but he was there? The Greek freak, Giannis. So, you know, I know, you know, wrestling's one of these deals where you either watched it, you like it, you've always liked it. If you're a wrestling fan, you're a wrestling fan for life. Doesn't mean you watch every episode of every company and stuff. Or you think it's stupid, you don't know anything about it, you're not paying attention to it. But like the business world we were just talking about, to me, wrestling world is a fascinating industry in a sense. It's part sports, it's entertainment, it's business, it's television. It's, you know, they got to get betting in more into it. And then they'll really, like, you know, really take off. It's like the Paralympics. The Paralympics starting, right? And it's too bad. Like, I think the Paralympics should be at the same time as the Olympics. Like, how how hard is it? You have the 100 meter in the wheelchair, and then you have the 100 meter running. They should be together. I would put them together. They screw the, these people, putting them a couple of weeks after, but... If there was odds on this stuff, people would watch it more. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. Hey, Mo, want to come with me and Wally to the Super Bowl? Oh, absolutely. My favorite team's in it. The Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, ever since I was a boy, I've always loved the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, they're good, but I wouldn't cut out the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I hear that President Clinton is going to be watching with his wife, Hillary. Late Night Anger Management Class. This is Sports Rage. I am Marenzi. Jerry Palm will step up in it a little bit uh, later on. With us, we'll talk college football, one of the best in the business. Jerry's great for college basketball and football. CBSSports.com. Uh, I am Gabriel Marenzi, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We're kicking it. It's been a fun show. Hey, listen, that's what this show, we're here to entertain. Uh, the thing is, I was going to say, most people do these shows, guys, and it's just a job to them. You know, and let's talk about the futures here that I don't really bet too much on, and let's do this, and let's, like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, with us, and the same thing with Cam, you know, like, Cam, Cam, it's like, it's it really is Monday Night Raw for us every night. You know what I mean? We lay it on the line. We're open. Uh, we're open. And like I said, you know, we're transparent. So if you're tuning in, you're like, man, you know. And our boy Venture, come on, Venture. You're you're a New Yorker. And even Venture's in a chat. Ah, oh, Marenzi, now you're now you're going too far. Now you're a little hard. Venture felt uh if you're tuning in, it's just one of these things. It was like we've asked a million times, we finally snapped. <laughs> but it is true, you know, we've got to chill out on our guest. Like um uh, if they do drive me crazy. Like, George Kurtzen is clicking, but I, how can I get mad at a guy for clicking his computer? And like he said, he goes, well, I got to see what you're talking about. <laughs> and is it not insane that I can hear his mouse click? Like, how is my hearing so good? It's actually bothering me. Like, I, I, I'm telling you, I told someone about this. Like, dude, I can hear people conversation from like two blocks away now. I don't know, man. Maybe it was the vaccine. 
Like, maybe I have superpower hearing now or something. Guys, I listen to my headphones on 10. I literally have everything on 10 all the time. I watched Rambo the other night. I had the TV on the sound at 102. <laughs> and I realized, I was like, oh, my God, this is loud. And I was like, loud, loud, like, whoa, right? I was a singer and still am in a heavy metal band called Homicide that we're loud as hell. Like, we were too loud type thing. Like, we were told, you guys are too loud, man. Like, you got to chill out. It's just, it's too loud. Like, you know, like, we, we broke, like, a city bylaw. We were loud, so loud. Like, they, they came in. They were like, guys, like, what the hell's going on here? They're like, and the bar told us. They said, we've been doing shows here, like, 18 years, man. It's the first time they ever showed up due to noise. It was us. <laughs> like, I don't know, it's a good sign. But, like, I used to work metal shows. I remember once, the loudest band I've ever seen. Motorhead were the loudest band in the world. But then those, uh, those jackasses, Man of War, tried to beat them because um, Motorhead were to get his Book of World Records, the loudest band. And that band from New York, Man of War, metal band, deliberately just tried to do it. But Motorhead were cool. They were just rocking loud. Man of War, like, tried to kill you. And they did. Like, Man of War were too loud to play. Like, they weren't allowed to play. It was too loud. Like, basically, like, for city ordinances and stuff. And so, Man of War... Um, but the loudest I saw, because I've seen Motorhead and they were loud, loud, but the loudest, like, the, the only band that, like, pretty much, like, did ear damage to me was Slipknot. <laughs> like, I was standing right beside the cabinets of Slipknot, man, like the PA system. And, like, I was, like, like, I was moving, like, and I wasn't wearing earplugs. Like, basically, I did damage. Like, my eardrums have already popped type thing. So, but like I said, so that's the thing. It's bizarre to me that I've been in, like, I've been, I toured with metal bands for 15 years. I've hosted a show in which I've screamed and yelled and had the headphones on 10 that somehow as I get older, I'm turning into Superman hearing. Like I could be a comic book hero. You could attest to this, Matthias. You even just asked me, how the hell do you hear this stuff? I told Matthias during the break, you breathe too heavy, man. You're freaking me out. Told him, make sure your mic's off. I hear you breathing. Well, didn't you just tell me? How do you hear me? And what did I tell you? I hear George Kurtz click his mouse. I could hear Cam, like, I, I could hear Cam, like, I swear to God, like, microwave in the bathroom. I can hear him taking leaks. Like, I don't know what's going on. These microphones are super powerful, too, evidently. They suck, but they're powerful. They break all the time, but they're powerful. <laughs> I swear, if I dangle this mic off my balcony, I think I'll hear my neighbors having sex. All right. I am Renzi. Kicking it, having fun. So Kyle Hamburg's asking, so yeah, it's 20, our 20th anniversary coming up. And we do live shows. We used to do road rages. We do less of them now because of the pandemic. And uh, a lot of our hardcore fans used to come to these things are dead or gone. Um, you know, the new era, and I, you know, we got some guys. Like I said, the way I look at it is, you're not like a diehard unless I've met you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you've come to a city or if you've come to an event, like, you know, that's the thing. Right? So, like, we used to have, like, diehards. Right? Like, you know, we, we, you know like, diehard. Like, our boy Kyle Hamburg has flown around, like, different events and cities. So, we're having, a, you know, we're having our 20th anniversary. 
January 6th this year happens to fall on a Thursday, I believe. So it's almost like WrestleMania. We've got bid cities right now. People are bidding. Hey, you're coming here. Well, you know what I mean? And it's a, um, it's, it's going to be a, it's a multiple city event. It's a multiple city event. They'll be sort of like the precursor and then the two main events. Uh, we will have an event in Vancouver. Um, that'll be just sort of one of the, you know, the pre-show cursors, part of the tour. You know, we'll call it, you know what I mean? It'll be sort of the mini tour. And it really will be a tour because it'll be East Coast, West Coast. And so we will have an event in Vancouver. And um, the East Coast cities are up in the air right now. Although the front runners are Toronto, Toronto, and um, the Meadowlands, New Jersey. Those are the front runners. And I can tell you, so Thursday night, January 6th, right? And what we like about this, if there's like sports around it, and Zion and, uh, and the Pelicans play the Raptors on that Sunday on the 9th. And they also play that Friday night, right? So like if people came to the event and stuff, like, um, you know, there's games to go to, right? Like if we go to New York, we're in New York City, we're at the Meadowlands, we're at the FanDuel Sportsbook, it's a great time. We could have a party at the, the Sportsbook and never leave, right? Like, you know, we could get one of the party rooms up uh, at the racetrack, one of the suites. It's great stuff over there. So, and, and you know, we have, uh, you know, like I said, there could be some West Coast stuff. But, you know, there's, it's narrowed down to a couple of cities. Now it just comes down to the dates because they won't be back to back. So then we narrow down, all right, when's the New York, uh, when's the New York show? When's the Toronto show? And, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. And I talked about this earlier today. It's fascinating. Uh, the first ever NBA game was played on November the 1st, 1946. All right? In Toronto. Not a lot of people know that or would think that, right? Did you know that, Matthias? Did you know that? Probably not. The first ever NBA game was played in Toronto, Canada at Maple Leaf Gardens in 1946. You know I because I, I saw your tweet. I saw Thank your tweet. You. See, Thank you. You educated, you educated some of us. Thank you. See, I'm making you smarter now. And you can't say it's not Raptors history. If someone ever asks you, when the NBA start, you can bang it off. November 1st, 1946, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. You'll see. You look real smart. That is. That's my birthday, November 1st, son. No way. You were. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. 
Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabe Obrensky, Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 204. As you guys know, I've got football fever. And we're not calling a doctor. We're calling Jerry Palm uh, to help us out with this. And, man, I'm all fired up for Big Ten football. we got a massive game to kick off of the season between Nebraska and Illinois CBS Sports. Jerry Palm joins us. Jerry, happy football. It's always a pleasure, my man. How you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to, to getting a normal season. In, you know, it's they're at least as normal as we can still muster, you know, full stands and uh, marching bands and student sections, you know, all of that. Uh, I'm, and of course, you know, the games themselves. It, it, I'm really looking forward to, to this season. Uh, so am I. And we start off uh, with a great game in the Big Ten. And, and a couple of teams that I bet on, so I really look forward to your perspective on this. And they're going head-to-head. So, Jerry, I bet under Nebraska six-and-a-half wins on the season. I think seven-and-five is just a little bit too ambitious uh, for the program. And conversely, I think Illinois are better than people think they are. I think they've got a lot of talent. I like the quarterback. I like the running back. I like the offensive line. I like the returning starters that they have. And I might be in a minority, but I think they've got the right coach uh, right now. Nothing against Lovey Smith. He did a great job recruiting. Uh, but I think um, now with Coach Belima back in uh, the Big Ten, there's a lot to like about Illinois. And they're going head-to-head. So I got Illinois over three-and-a-half wins, Nebraska under six-and-a-half wins, and they're playing in the first game, Jerry. What do you think about these teams? Before we get to yeah, the game, what's your take on my bets? It's, uh, I, I'm with you on Nebraska. I don't know so much about Illinois, but um... – this is a it's a huge game for Nebraska, uh, and Scott Frost as he's trying to get off to a good start in the year when he might actually be on the hot seat at Nebraska. They've got a new AD now, although I believe it's a form, uh, Trev Albert, who I think is a former teammate of Frost uh, when they were they both played at Nebraska. Um, but still, it's you know this is a, a year where they need to show that they can take a step forward, and uh, and that starts with winning winning at Illinois. It's a, you know, the season has a chance to go off the rails early if Nebraska doesn't win at Illinois. Uh, and, you know, Illinois, uh, like you said, they, they do have some talent. Um, it's not thick. You know, they, they're, they're very thin in terms yeah. of depth. Uh, but the guys that they do have playing are, are decent players. And I, um, But the thing about a new coach, and especially Brett Bielema, who's kind of a known quantity, you know, that's a guy who likes to coach – you know, ground and pound style offense. Well, this team that he's inherited is not built for that. So 
it'll be interesting to see if he adapts to the players that he has or if he tries to adapt these guys to the style that he likes or if he does something in between. Um, but uh, it's usually adapting players that don't fit to your style does not work well. Uh, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does. But I think scouting is hard when you have a new coach on the other team uh, because even if he's somebody with a history like Bielema, you don't really know what you're going to get. We're in conversation with Jerry Palm, and it's funny, Jerry. It reminds me, actually, and it was, it was opposite in the sense when Rich Rod took over after the Lloyd Carr era, right? Well, yep. they recruited a bunch of smash-mouth football players, NFL, pro set, guys, I got to get some different guys in here. And as you stated, it it usually never works out. But this is different, though, right? It's the Big Ten. It's smash-mouth football. And, you know, my deal is, what do you think about the point spread? It's six and a half points. And, look, Illinois, I don't have to tell you, they had the game of the year last year against these guys, right? Peters had yeah. his career game. They they won by, what, 41-23? They won by oh 17, God. 18 points, exactly. Yeah. And the year before, Jerry, I think it was like a 42-38 game. It was actually a close game. So I just wonder, like, well, why would Nebraska be a touchdown favorite here? Maybe they win the game. Yeah, well, they go in there and blow them out. Uh, I don't know about blow them out. I mean, it's certainly you never know what you're going to get game one because there's still a bit of slop. You know, teams haven't found the rhythm. They haven't really battled anyone but each other for a while. So you see, you see opposition for the first time, and you know, especially teams that haven't done well, uh, you might see a little more slop than usual. So uh, they may not be well-oiled machines either. One of them. Yeah, six and a half seems like a lot. I mean, I I probably would just let that go and not not bet it. But if I was forced to, I'd probably take Illinois to at least cover. Uh, yeah, you're on here. You're you're in the wrong place to let games pass. So we're not out here. I think I lose my I job if I pass. No, I'm kidding, Jay. I know what you mean. I tell people that, man, because guys, hey, Marenzi, what do you, what, do you, what do you think of uh, the New Mexico State game? It's like, guys, you know, there's going to be like two million games played over the next couple of months, right? Like, you don't yeah. need to get. You don't, you don't really have to bet every game, um, no. and, and some of the spreads are. Are, are really good, you know, and it's like, oh, yeah, well, that sounds about right. It's uh, so, uh, you know, you, you don't have to bet every game every week. What about but your boilers? You probably, you probably have to at least talk about it. Yeah, well, yeah, that that's a necessity. So what about, of course, Jerry is a Purdue Boilermaker. So what about yep. your boilers this year? They set the win total at five and a half, uh, yeah. open up with the Beavers Saturday, September the 4th. What, what's your take on Purdue coming into this year? What, what should we be looking for? Uh, I think the goal for Purdue is to get back to a bowl game, so that's six wins. Um, they have a schedule that gives them a chance to do that. Uh, we'll see if they, you know, if they do. The defense is being completely revamped. Uh, new coaches all over the defense, and Jeff Brom is getting involved in the defense. It's going to be more aggressive. Purdue's got an All-America level player on each side of the ball. George Karloff gets the defensive end, and David Bell, the wide receiver, are guys that are going to play at the next level. Um, but, uh, you know, the guys around them are going to need to be better, uh, and especially Purdue's offensive line. If Purdue's offensive line can block well enough so that Purdue can run the football reliably, then they have a chance to, to have a very explosive offense uh, and a big year. And if they can't, like they have the last couple of years, not really been able to run the ball well, uh, then it's going to be another challenge just to get the six wins. Coach Smith has done a nice job uh, building this Beaver program. You know they're a scrappy team. What do you think about that game? Yep. Are you concerned? You think it comes down uh, to the wire? Or is this a, a winnable game for you guys? It should be winnable. It's a home game against essentially a peer, a team picked near the bottom of its division uh, in in their in their league. So it's a huge game for both teams because you want to build momentum going towards possibly a bowl game. And, and this is a game where if you don't win this game, either one of these teams, your chances of making a bowl are not very good. 
Jerry Palm, CBS Sports, uh, with us. Jerry, I put a smaller play in. I didn't go as big as I did on some of the other stuff, but I played under 11 and a half with Ohio State, so I need them to lose once. Are they going to lose one Big Ten game this year, Jerry, do you think? Or, no. Uh, can it, no. No? And are they no. going to smoke the ducks? Am I in trouble? Did I just put a losing yeah. bet in? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would not be surprised if they beat Oregon wow. by a comfortable margin. Um, they're just loaded. I mean, they recruit at a different level than most teams nationally do. Alabama is a peer. Clemson is a peer when it comes to recruiting. It's a short list of teams that recruit at the level that Ohio State does. Nobody in the Big Ten does. That doesn't mean they can't be upset at some point because we've seen it happen from time to time. But they're going to be favored in every game they play, and they should be favored in every game they play. Uh, you uh, Penn State, so they lost their first five, won their last four. A lot of people think that they're, you know, that they're going to be in the mix, right? That they're going to give Ohio State a run. They're at eight and a half. Can they, you know, their their schedule is so tough. What do you what do you think about Penn State? Because I'm sure you see it too. You hear it. People either yeah. love or hate this team, right? They're pretty polarizing. Uh, yeah, no, I I like Penn State. I, you know, I don't really put too much in what happened during a pandemic year. So programs yeah. that are pretty reliable like Penn State and Michigan, are probably going to bounce back this year. And I, I think Penn State's probably the second-best team in that division. And I expect uh, the Nittany Lions to uh, to have a bounce-back year. I think they'll go over that 8.5. Well, that's why I like you, Jerry. You're, you're a sane person. And I'm a Michigan guy. So when people say Harbaugh's been terrible, he's been oh, he's there, he's there. I, and I put people on the spot. What, what are his records there? What, what, what are the records? Nine and four, terrible, right? But no, it was bad last year. Two and but you said two and four pandemic year. So what's your take yeah. on Harbaugh and Michigan and what's up there? So here's the thing about Harbaugh. His first year, they won a bowl game. Yeah. Um, and it's the only well, time. Was well, it Sugar Bowl, yeah. right? Virginia Tech. Uh, yeah. Not the first year. Not the first okay, year. Okay, that was year two. Okay, year two. Yeah. yeah, and they lost that one. So they haven't won a bowl game since. They've lost their for four previous next. Uh, They've got a four-game losing streak in bowls since that one. Also, that first year is the only time under Harbaugh that they finished the season ranked higher than they started. So this team doesn't really live up yeah, to preseason yeah, expectations. Yeah. The preseason expectations are not as good this year. Um, I think they'll live up to that. Uh, I think they'll bounce back. What's the win line on them? They're at the seven and a half. So can they get? Are they an eight and four team or a seven and five? Yeah, team? I think I, I think eight and four is reasonable. I, but I I don't. I don't really like them at nine or ten, but I think they can get eight. What do you, man? How big? There's so many big games. What? So Penn State out Wisconsin, we get they get rolling, and then to me, yeah, and then you got Washington and Michigan. Same thing, and we don't know much about Washington. We know their defense is going to be good. There's, they're kind of uh-huh. an enigma, but they're going on the road. Before we get you out of here, what do you think about those games? That's another play I put in. I bet Wisconsin to win the division. Nice and simple, Jerry, just to win the division. Too. Yep, you me like too. That um, stuff. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great game uh, to start because it's really important for both teams in terms of getting off to a good start because it's a conference game. So, you know, if, you, if you're Penn State and you're chasing Ohio State, you can't afford to lose to Wisconsin. Right, Wisconsin can afford to lose to Penn State, probably still win the division. Penn State probably cannot lose uh, to Wisconsin because uh, you're going to have to beat. Well, you got to beat Ohio State anyway, and you're doing it on the road. So good luck with that. But you know, if you want a 10-win season for Penn State, you better beat Wisconsin, and uh, that's going to be a great game. That's that's definitely a big game on the calendar. Uh, I like Michigan uh, to beat Washington. I think that should be a pretty good game. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I generally don't like teams making three time zone road trips. 
um, and that's what this is for Washington. So uh, I like Michigan, but I think it's it's tight. Um, and then obviously there's one other big game, the, the biggest game maybe of the entire non-conference season. Uh, this that, in that week one, and that's Georgia Clemson uh, in Atlanta, I believe, in the in the uh, who, dome. Who are you leading with there? Uh, Clemson. I like Clemson. Georgia's a little banged up, um, but uh, Clemson's just better anyway, I think. Uh, but that should be a great game. That that is an enormous game with playoff implications. Jerry Palm, CBS Sports, uh, with us, and man, uh, Jerry, I was so fired up uh, for the games. We didn't even get into the alliance. We'll do that down the road. Yeah, uh, man, but it's always a pleasure, Jerry. Thanks for, uh, you know, house call. I, I got football fever. You delivered. You delivered. Thanks, yeah. Jerry. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month, experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. With Gabe Marinci on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. That's the dumbest bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree. We're moving in on five hours now. Five hours? Like I said, that's why like, people bet all this stuff and... You're going to be on the losing end of the bet. It's like, oh, man. That's the whole thing, like, when you lose an NFL football game. I am Gabriel Renzi, Sirius XM Channel 204, Sports Grid Radio Networks. That's, to me, like, the pain of a bet the most. Like, I don't I don't think about the money. I'm not like, oh, I just lost 300 bucks. Like, I think of, like, oh, God. I'm like, I just spent two and a half hours of my life watching this, <laughs> like, getting into it. Like, the ups and downs, and it's over. And it's like, oh. And especially to these late-night games like this. Because there's nothing to bet on after. Right? This is where people get in trouble. Actually, there's Korean KBO. People abandon the KBO, though, huh? 
People are all over the KBO and then when Major League Baseball went, oh, I love the KBO, KBO. And then suddenly it's gone, what? Oh, KBO. You know, that, that pissed me off, actually. Um, dear God, unbelievable. It's like this, this, this Dodger, the Dodgers in San Diego, like this thing's like, is it a classic? I don't know, but it's memorable. But like, remember during the pandemic, there was like the UFC was on and there was all these sports people and handicappers. Suddenly they're selling UFC picks and stuff. It's like, dude, you don't talk about the UFC once in your life. You know what, now because it's a pandemic, it's all there is, it is. And then people comment on it. Same with NASCAR, but the second sports are back, you notice those people never talk about these sports ever again, right? You'll notice, you know, in this business, you, you can tell who's a real sport fan. Like we talk about Journey Olympics. And I'm a gambler, and I talked about this earlier. I love all competition, right? And I said this, and I meant it. The, the Paralympics get screwed over. They really do. The Paralympics should be at the same time as the Olympics. Or at least like a crossover, like the week before type thing. You know what I mean? It's such a throwaway. Like that they do the Paralympics a couple of weeks after when everyone's gone and everything. It's like, really? Why? How hard is it? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I get challenges. You can't have every event at the same time. I get it. But to have it, you know, it's sort of like an afterthought to Paralympic Games. And... And I saw, I saw on Twitter today, the one athlete they covered, she's hot, right? And there's a hot swimmer from the USA. So, of course, she's getting all this attention. And, but I'm dead serious. And I talk, we talk about this with, like, uh, with, with, with MMA companies and stuff, right? What, like, what would Bellator be if you couldn't bet on it? People wouldn't care. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever, NFL, whatever. Like, sports is built on betting. But it doesn't mean you don't love sport. I love the competition of sport. But I like it better when I have money on it. And I would watch the Paralympics. I'd watch wheelchair basketball. Uh, I got no beef watching wheelchair basketball. But I'm just being honest. I'm not going to watch it for two hours if I don't have money on it. I'll watch it for a couple of minutes. And I'll say, you know what? Good for these guys but or girls. But... And it's nothing personal against, oh, because it's wheelchair basketball as opposed to NBA basketball. No, because I can't bet on it. Like, I'm telling you. Like, I don't know. Has anyone seen any lines? Like, put lines out for the Paralympic Games, and all of us right now would be talking about, hey, Marenzi, who do you like tomorrow in the 100 meters? You know, we would, and we'd be breaking it down. Like, why wouldn't you? And shame on the sports books. Shame on you. Shame on you. Maybe I got to be the one to get it started. But, like, shame on the sports books. Like, why wouldn't you set numbers for this? You guys are taking bets on Russian ping pong, all right? I mean, God, like, Monday Night Raw is less fixed than that. Like, it's like, seriously. You guys take bets on Vietnam. I know I bet on some of this stuff, man. Let's see what you're taking bets on right now. In the, uh, you can bet on the Mongolian Premier League Soccer League right now. I mean, you're taking bets on e-soccer and Dota and League of Legends in this crap. You're taking bets on table tennis, a.k.a. ping pong. You tell me, too. You put a guy named Ivan and Yuri in a room in, in Moscow together, and you're telling me that this is on the up and up?
I defend sports as not being fixed too, but this this ping pong stuff, shady man. I know because I'm a degenerate and I bet on it. Here, here we go. We got it going on right now. Here's Vladimir taking on Pavel. These guys are gonna go out for a big laugh after this match. I cannot believe people like can bet on this. <laughs> and this is coming for me. This is coming for me. I bet on everything. And even I don't like, listen, ping pong, table tennis in the Olympics, fine. But this is the Russian Premier League. I'm watching it live right now. There's literally two dudes and there's like a judge guy sitting in like a room in Moscow. There's no one else there. And there's a camera, like there's one camera angle. I guarantee you right now on the other side of the camera angle, there's like four dudes with guns. (laughs) <laughs> and they're, they're just sitting there and they're having a smoke they're having a drink and they're just watching and it's like hey, 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 hey. hey that's why there's only one I want to see the whole room who else is in the room I'm telling you they do the old bait and switch too one guy will be up like you know you know, 11 to nothing oh he won the first game 11 nothing it's like oh yeah 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 it looks like uh, it looks like uh, he's killing them no then the odds change, and the other guy, like, wins three sets in a row. Look at these guys. I'm better than this guy. Who is this guy? Who's this guy? Vladimir? Vladimir Zigalov. Let me look this guy up. Vladimir. Vladimir Skigalov. Table tennis. He doesn't look very good. So I want to see what he's ranked in the world. Because he's probably pretty good, and I think I can beat him. (laughs) All right. No, no. It turns out he's a legend. It turns out he's a legend. Vladimir. No, no, I got Vladimir Samsonov. Also known as Uzdemir. See, that's what I'm saying. What do you mean also known as? Stuff, some shady stuff, man. That's 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 some shady stuff. So as I was saying, and thank you, David, uh, David uh, McCann, for the kind words, enjoying the show. Um, I'm dead serious. I'll ask people, would you watch? Like, would you watch? Let me ask you, Matthias. Would you watch the Paralympics more? As in, like, at all? <laughs> I say not like at all. If you could bet on it, it would change everything. Yeah, it would be more interesting to me. But at the same time, if it was on during the same time as the Olympics, I probably wouldn't pay that much more attention to it because I would watch the other things more. Now, I'd probably pay a little bit more attention to what it. What are you? On. My God. All right, all right. Let me backtrack here. Like. Matthias, I don't, what do, what do you think when I mean during the Olympics? Like, that we're going to have the Paralympic Games go head-to-head with the Olympics? <laughs> you coincide them together in the same stadium, bro. That was my make, point. To make your point clear, I w- it would make it more interesting if you could bet on it, because that's your initial question, and that's an easy yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, all right. I, I, now I need a drink, like... No, 
I'm not saying say take the Paralympics and put it against the 100 meters of the men's. <laughs> what I said is you have them do the 100 meters in the wheelchair and then you say, all right, coming up in 45 minutes, we have Andre de Grasse coming up next and the women are coming up. That was my point. <laughs> All right, head to head to head, head to head. Yeah, they're going to go head to head, the Paralympics. It's all the Olympics. We talk about that. You guys kill me, man. Between the guests, Matthias, like, I don't know, is it me? Maybe everyone, maybe everyone's right and I'm wrong. Maybe I'm just getting crazy. I don't know, man. <laughs> but, like, I'm telling you, you got to get numbers for this. I, you know what? I'm going to start my own damn sports book. Everybody else is. Everybody else has. I'm going to start my own sports book. I'm going, to, I'm going to have Paralympic lines, all right? And I'm going to have a lot of wrestling lines. Wrestling betting. People say, oh, you can bet on wrestling. You're betting on wrestling ping pong. All right? You don't know what's going to happen on Monday Night Raw. You don't know what's going to happen to All Elite. Who do, how do you know who's going to win? Do you know who's going to win? Tell me. Who's going to win? The same thing as betting a stupid sporting event. I'd rather bet on a wrestling event than this stupid Dodger San Diego game. <laughs> I better win. This is one of these deals. I'm not as invested as everybody is on this. I don't like, I'm a Dodger fan. To me, it's just, you know, it's a game, whatever. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm, you know, I'm worried about the World Series. I'm not worried about this. But it's one of those, like, you better win. You know what I mean? It's like when you get into those, those, these baseball games. It's like, you know what I'm fascinated by that amazes me? is it's hard to go into the 14th inning when you get a runner on second base. Like, that's the thing that's amazing. Like, how many runners, like, technically, they have to be moving into records here for runners in scoring position left on base, but it's kind of skewed because they're starting on second base. So it's not, it's not a real stat, you know? That's the thing with that. I think they're doing away with it. So I, th- I think they're getting, I, I think, um, basically, enjoy this baseball season, all right? Because these guys hate each other, man. Like, they really hate each other. Like, there's no, there's no, like, exaggerating it and stuff. Like, baseball, the baseball players and the baseball owners and the commissioner, they're not, not on the same page. They're not like in the same galaxy. You know what I mean? They don't see things the same way at all. And it's going to get ugly. And I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't baseball for like a full year or something. I mean, I'm not going to say, oh, there's never going to be baseball again. But these guys can't agree on anything. The players like the, uh, the players like the seven inning stuff and they like the runner on second base. Why? Because supposedly they'll get them out of there earlier, right? It's like a job to them. So, sure. Fine. Imagine being told you're going to make the same amount of money, but you only have to work like two or three hours less a day. You're going to say no? Even if you're a baseball player, you're going to say no? Of course not. So they like it. And the owners don't care because they're not charging less money to get in because it's a seven-inning game where they're putting runners on second base. Do they? No, they don't charge less, do they? That's interesting. No one really has people brought that up. It's funny. Seven in a game now. You guys charging uh, you know, 12% less for the ticket? Probably not, right? So they, either way, they all got our money already. They already got the TV network's money already. So 
they all don't mind this, but the owners are dang. They, the, the commissioner said the other day, yeah, yeah, we're going to do away with this uh, seven inning for the good of the game and the tradition of the game. Manfred, you don't care about the tradition of the game. You're just trying to already tell the players, we're going to screw you because we know you like this. It's the beginning of the end. That's what it is. The late night anger management class. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. You know, there's a video, I mean, you guys have seen it, it's great if you have it, it's one of the funniest things ever. Um, it's Yuppie, the mascot, not with the Montreal Canadiens, but he's Montreal Expos mascot, and he got kicked out of a game. He's the only mascot ever to get kicked out of a sports game for real by the umpire. Tommy Lasorda complained because he was making noise on the dugout, <laughs> and he was, Yuppie was dressed up like in a nightgown, and he had a pillow and everything, because <laughs> the game, it was 22 innings, man. The game, uh, the game went forever, all right? I remember that game. I remember that game, but I wasn't, I wasn't there. Now, there it is. All right. I was wrong. I thought it was 23 innings. 
I thought it was 23 innings. Uh, it was 20. Is this the game? But I went to Dodger Stadium, Chavez Ravine. I don't know. It was like the early 90s. I used to go to the Dodger, every Dodger game in. I think this is the one. I think it was because I remember it was against the Phillies. So I'm seeing 20, 1993, 20 innings. So it was 20 innings. So it wasn't 23. But I swear, I remember this game, man. I used to take the bus there. So, and you have to walk through like East LA and stuff, right? This is like gang era, right? It was like, <laughs> like, and during the day, it wasn't that bad, but I was never there at two or three in the morning. I never seen it at two or three in the morning, right? I realized as the game was going on, I realized, I'm like, man, I'm in like East LA at like two in the morning. <laughs> I sort of clicked in. There's no Uber or anything. It's like that. You know, I didn't have a cell phone. You know what I mean? I was waiting for a bus. Other than that, you're on your own. Later. To be honest, we should come with a warning label. Caution. 24-hour sports talk. May cause mild addiction. Get on the grid. This is Sports Grid Radio on Sirius XM. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. Remax agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit Remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated.